I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and Try to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Um, I know I constantly need to vent or bounce ideas off somebody or just be heard. You guys need to check out BetterHelp Therapy is, I think, great for everybody personally. Um, If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash too judgy today and you can get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash too judgy. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. And it's Courtney from LA. And you guys, we are so excited. We've been waiting since March for our guest today. He's our reigning champ of March Madness, TJG's hottest Bravo celebrity. Guys, please welcome Carl Radke. Yay, Carlito. Right, the introduction. Thank you, Mary and Courtney. Is it Carlito (laughs) 5.0? I don't even know what version we're on anymore. Um, I, I, I was actually joking. It's like, you know, like I, there's like the iPhone Pro Max. It's like, I'm like the, I'm like Carl 3.0 Pro Max. Okay. I love well, it. I love I it. I feel like our relationship with you has kind of been your progression on Summer House, if you will. Like we're on like two judgy girls 5.0 now, you know, you've got Carl 5.0. It's like at one point, like we might've been a little bit too judgy, if you will. And I think that you like blocked us at one point, which fair. You got to do what you got to do, you know? And then you and Mary had a hangout like two years ago and, you know, but now you've come and now you're our March Madness champion. Yeah. No, I mean, first of all, I, I, you know, going through, you know, we were, I was new to reality TV five. I mean, I started this in 2016. So I'm, I was 31 when season one was filmed and, you know, I don't think I really understood a lot of my behavior and how I was acting as an individual. You know, I was literally didn't care and was clearly, um, being a piece of shit, part of my language. And, you know, you kind of go through that and you're, you live in denial and you like, 
basically I'm like, I wasn't as bad as everybody thinks I am. And sure, sometimes things weren't as maybe as bad, but I definitely deserved a lot of what I got. And I think, you know, you, you ladies were, you know, painting a picture, I think, which is, is fun. And I think adds a layer to what's, you know, difficult about being on reality TV is just the opinions that are out there. And I've learned to embrace them. And clearly a lot of them over the years were a little bit difficult, but I also wasn't in a great place. I mean, I remember one time I would, I would get drunk and go on your comment section um, and fire and fire back. Yeah. But at the same time, like be so self-deprecating almost more so like someone would say you're, you're a big piece of shit. I'd be like, I know I am the biggest piece of shit. Like, I do kind of remember like this rhetoric happening. And also I feel like two judges. We were harsh. We were harsh. We've come a long way. I feel like in our next generation. No, but like, I mean, I I listen, I I look back at a lot of the stuff and it's, it's cringy. It's hard to watch. It's not a real true test of my character. And I think, you know, when you relive that and I think people have, you know, generally, if you watch the show, I've always had the sentiment that like, people think I'm a huge piece of shit. And I've, I've been told that in public, like I, people have come up to me and certainly we all take it on, on social media, but I personally took it. I felt like a lot. Um, but it's, it's hard because you're like, I'm not as, I'm really not as horrible as maybe it it seems, but sure. There was a lot of times that I was well-deserving of what I got. And, you know, I'm never going to blame, uh, editing or anything like that. I got, I got exactly what I deserved. You know, Sometimes we find, though, like Mary and I always say when we watch these shows, like you guys are characters to us. And sometimes there's like that line of of like the character to the person. So one, I don't think you should be so hard on yourself. I know you're doing a lot of reflection because this has been such like a big year for you. But I don't think you should be so hard on yourself. Like, again, I think, you know, Mary and I, we, we always say, too, like we're talking shit behind their back. I would never walk up to you and tell you you're a piece of shit. OK, <laughs> I'll just tell Mary. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, like it's that line of like character to real life person and I how do you handle it like I, I find that has, has to be one of the most difficult things about being a reality star is taking the bad with the good yeah I mean it's hard I think you know for me I've, I've learned it's just been repetitions and learning over the years of just learning how to navigate it I mean truthfully if, if you're like for me I was not doing right like, like good things like I was being a bad person and you know texting multiple girls getting drunk all the time not being truthful leading people on um, you know, so like what you're, you're getting a version of my life. It's maybe 10% on the weekends, but it's certainly like, that's a, a part of my life that's going on. And I really didn't understand like that people would basically take, you know, you would even watch, if you never watched summer house, you would just see the commercials. If you watch the commercials for the, the first four seasons, you think I'm the biggest asshole ever just off commercials. More life. Um, <laughs> And more life, <laughs> but, but what I do enjoy now, and I have, I mean, listen, I've had my moments in person over the years, but I've had my moments where I'm really genuinely nice and pretty normal to deal with. And I think for me, it's kind of fun when people see that side of me. And I think the core group of friends on summer house, my, you know, my best friends, they know that character of me, which is why well, I've, been we- given, I've been given a leash and I've been able to, to work on my, my misgivings. And I've been able to try and well, yeah. and we really, we really got to see this. Uh, we called it your redemption season, like the true Carl. And I think it is completely why you were voted mo- hottest man of Bravo this year. Like, did you see that coming? Did you think you'd win it? No, I, I didn't think I, I've like, I, I said this before and it, again, I'm, it's weird to like be considered like, I don't know where people are like, Hey, this guy's hot or this guy's like super attractive or I've always been a little insecure about it. I mean, for a variety of reasons. I mean, I was a late bloomer. So 
Uh, I was always a flirt. You're not well, used to the attention. No, I'm not really used to that, like that focus attention, especially when I was, it was for me, it, it was like, okay, it's, I was making all these changes and it's a reflection of what's on the inside a lot. Um, prior to like me getting sober and stuff. I mean, I was always like, I had a lot of confidence when I was getting drunk and like, I don't know, like it was just now I'm in like a, a, a different place, but I've also been super vulnerable and through a lot. I was like, wow, like I've made changes. Things have improved, but look, well, I, I, I win this random little, you know, this fun little competition. Yeah. But it was just reinforcing to like the things that I've changed and, and done in my life. And I, I don't know, it was like a cool little like vote of confidence in a weird oh, way. Everyone was rooting for you. Like yeah, it's, Craig, it's really Craig, Craig has been the runner up two years in a row. Did you hear from Craig after his loss? I have not heard from Craig, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, you know, we're me and Craig are homies, but I, you know, there's been so much going on with, you know, our season and, and I'm sure he's got, I mean, he's building his law firm. He's got his pillow stuff. So oh, he's got a lot going on. He's got a lot going on. I'm still like, I, I, I actually got a, a throw pillow from someone else. So I'm waiting for him <gasps> to tell me one. Competition, the competition. No, I, okay. I love it. I love one pillow. I think we should do a, like a Loverboy pillow collaboration. Oh, I love that. What's going on with Loverboy too? Because you guys, okay, one, we're in California. We cannot just go to the store and pick it up. It's very depressing, okay? I've been like, I want to try get- the espresso. The yes. espresso. Martini. She literally went yes well, the other day. It's sold out. You're yeah, sold well, out. I'll, I'll break it down. So this is just like real, real deal. So the with Summer House, like we buy our own groceries and supply our own alcohol. That was just, oh, that's always yeah. been the, the case. Okay. And, you know, for us, like when we started Loverboy, it was really a product like we thought we're like, okay, this is like kind of for us too. We were drinking all day on Saturdays, those twisted teas with 30 grams of sugar and the rosé. Mm-hmm. And we have to, I mean, we're filming these, these that first and second season, those sat- Sunday morning scenes and like filming was brutal because we were legitimately hung over as fuck like <laughs> and the, the camera the camera never goes off and but the, and also you're trying to keep a great body because you're on camera all season like <laughs> what what's the weekday diet yeah so I'll, I'll get like just so when we're like going through this like you know Kyle and Amanda are, are creating this product and obviously I'm a part of it you know it wasn't my idea by any means but I certainly was like an energy to to help them drive it but we didn't realize with alcohol laws when we're all kind of when this stuff is coming out that to, to launch a beer brand, which is what the Loverboy tea is, it's taxed and regulated as a beer. You mm-hmm. can't just be like, hey, California, we've got Loverboy there. Right. Um, we wish you could, though. We really wish a, you could. Yeah, as a startup, <laughs> so it's smaller. So what we did is we created the spritz, which is actually a wine-based cocktail in a can. Mm-hmm. Since it's wine, you can actually ship it across state lines. You can ship it to California. We listen, we've said to ourselves, we're like, okay, you know, we're going to get it. We're going to Austin in June. We know you can get Loverboy there. I've literally I have a friend there right now no, who's I, doing recon. No, they <laughs> haven't. We just I got an email today. We're doing a partnership with Kendra Scott. Amazing. Uh, she's got a beautiful cat, like it's called the Sips and Sweets Cafe. And oh, she cool. has like this really cool cafe next to her retail. Yeah. And it's, like, it's like a whole experience. It's very popular, and we're gonna have our, our products there. So we're pumped. I oh, love awesome. that. I mean, it's kind of yeah. great too because Summer House is also like a full ad for Loverboy. Like I will tell you, like we had a like when my friends and I went to Coachella, like literally during your first season, like we literally bought twisted tea. I was there with Lauren Workus. We probably we saw like the Vanderpump cast, everything. One. Yeah, and it was like this thing where it was like we were yelling like "Let's get twisted!" Like I can remember <laughs> that quote, like being like because I always consider myself like my friends. Like if we lived in New York, we would be like the Summer House people. We would go to the Hamptons every week and we would like live this lifestyle. So now the next thing is the next iterations. We have to get Lover Boy. Yes, well, I think 
to be honest, California is high on the, the crosshairs. We're very close. I've actually been on, I actually recently FedExed samples to a, a California company that we're trying to work with. And the biggest thing is just the retailers have to buy into it too. So your Ralph, your Ralph's, your Bev, Bevmo's, your Total Wines. Yep. They need to be on board so the distributor feels confident in distributing your product. First. Okay, so who? So send us some email addresses, and we will get the two judgy girl fandom. All of our California people will email them the demand. Help. That'll yeah. help immensely because that's really how this brand has evolved. And if anybody's listening that has bought our products, honestly, like thank you because what you see on the show, yeah, it is a commercial. But what's really unique is, you know, Kyle's an entrepreneur. Kyle's got his MBA. Amanda's creative design background and everything is like she's so talented. It's and then my sales side and what I'm really good at is just networking, connecting people. So it's been like, I don't know, just it's been organic, but it looks like it's like so in your face. But it, we're really we're really building this company from scratch. I think it's a subconscious also in your face, though. Like you have it in the background. So like people are thinking after like, God, I think I need a lover boy no, right you now. Just, you, you just want to try it. At yeah. least just try it. And then that's how you hook them. Yeah, no. exactly. I mean, well, somebody... The goal, the, the Go goal is, we, I've joked with Kyle, it would be like, we want to get lover boy at TomTom. Um, oh, I mean the perfect easy. pair. That yeah. has to be so. That's going to be easy. That'll be like the crossover of all crossovers. And maybe that's well, like what the next iteration of Vanderpump Rules is, anyways. And then you know, you guys come out to LA, and that's you know, that's what happens. Is the next seasons is just all the all the synergy of all the shows. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really cool moment. I mean, obviously, if you guys are super fans, you know how we started Summer House, so it's um, it'd be cool to go go to we go to LA and instead of you know like Stassi came to New York for her Hamptons birthday. Weekend. Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay, so you mentioned Kyle and Amanda, and I do have to ask, do you have a plus one? To, who do you bring to their wedding? I, so I, you know, obviously you saw the finale, and I think one of the, you know, Kyle and I have, I think, generally had some amazing moments together as friends on on the show, which is always cool to watch back. We were, we were together for the finale. Um, so it was kind of like re-going through it, and it was really special, obviously. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, there's been so much pressure on them with, COVID and how to handle that. There's been a lot of changes. I actually was recently watching an interview with him and Darren Karp. Um, they're going to get married in Amanda's backyard in September. Oh, is- so it was because the last date was June 18th. Correct. So due okay. to just COVID and vaccinations and where everybody is and just everything going on. Um, and again, I don't want to you know t- talk out of turn on their behalf, but I, you know, I think I give them a lot of credit for their flexibility, but I are, am, are not we. Even- are we going I haven't to approached the, the plus one subject just yet to answer your question, Courtney. Okay. Well, just so you know, I mean, I was available on the 18th, but I can make myself available <laughs> in September in case you do get that plus one. I am already fully vaccinated too, and I'm willing to travel. So that's just like, that's, the, want, that's like the new pickup line is I'm fully vaxxed. Exactly. Exactly. So just, you know, I'm throwing it out there. So just wanted to say that. I, but, will, okay. uh, I, will, I will take that down. <laughs> I love, but no, um, are you, so are you going to be planning like a bachelor party or is that you? Because after watching the finale, like if lover boy, you know, that goes on and you're like, okay, what's my next plan? It's event planner for you. You're like, <laughs> well, you did like a fantastic job at that wedding. Well, what's, what's great to see. And I, again, I can't take any, all the credit. I mean, certainly there's a lot of like brainstorming that goes on and truthfully, like I'm not tooting our horn, but Kyle, well, Amanda as well, but, and then Lindsay and myself, I mean, season after season, summer after summer, we've, yeah, everybody pitches in ideas, but the execution of the idea is really delivered by the group of us and we've got to get behind it. And generally there are certain people that kind of QB like getting shit going. And I mean, if if you were to watch every season, it's generally the core of us, 
Um, so it, it looked more like I was kind of taking charge, I guess, in this particular, but I can't take all the credit. And I certainly don't think I can handle the stress of event planning. It's, <laughs> it's not easy. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. The weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I recently updated my wardrobe, and I hate spending a fortune on that kind of stuff, especially like summer clothes because I feel like they like get a lot of wear and tear. Um, but I have been using Quince for over a year now, and they have such timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Um, They have this European linen. I have their white button downs. They have dresses. They have blouses, shorts, and they're starting at $30. Also, they have these cute um, washable silk tanks. Everything they have is timeless. They even have 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part is Quince's items are priced 50 to 80% off less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories and Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Um, Courtney and I are simply both obsessed. You guys have to go to their website. You can you can literally update your entire wardrobe for the summer at a very affordable price and really high quality stuff. All their linen is fantastic. I even throw it in the dryer. Um, it just wears super well. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash judgy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash judgy to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash judgy. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, "Mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, You know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, Are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides 
immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is um, a Sydney inspired North Bondi scent. Um, it has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Way. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG. Always getting 15% off. Check out Way. Investing can feel super intimidating and people don't know exactly where to start. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. And you really don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorn recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. I know I'm someone that is not a finance major and investing seemed really challenging. Like I didn't know where to start and Acorns has helped me so much. Head over to acorns.com slash judgy to download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to possibly promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash judgy. Investing involves risks, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisor LLC. Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Security, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Underwear drawers are like the wild, wild west of wardrobes. There's no rhyme or reason to them. Anything goes. Um, You've got pairs from three birthdays and two Christmases ago, pairs from five different brands with five different fits. And when you open that drawer every morning, you have no idea what to expect. Now, I felt the buttery soft comfort of me undies and my other pairs have to all go because me undies is all I can reach for. I'm hooked. And honestly, I just feel off if I try to wear anything else. I love them because you can get your classic black and then they also have like super fun, expressive prints. Um, I have these great shamrock ones, you know, when I'm feeling lucky, plus they come in all sizes. They have extra small to 4XL guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. They also have really great loungewear. Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Um, go to their loungewear section. Super comfy joggers, hoodies, onesies. Um, they even have an activewear collection. It's super soft. Um, and it's just unmatched comfort. Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. Go to 
Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com slash TJG. That's meundies.com slash TJG for 20% off plus free shipping. That's meundies comfort from the outside in. Wait, is there a bachelor party in the works? Uh, so Kyle's brother, Corey, um, we were going to be co-best man, uh, best man, sorry. Um, so we, I, I haven't discussed, I mean, there's just been just uh, everything's so up in the air. still. everything's just a lot. And I think it's important for, you know, is it a bachelor, like the great, you know, do we need to do that right now? I mean, can we just do, you know, a fun little weekend at the end of the summer, right before the wedding, who knows? Um, is, is kinda, the wedding, will the wedding be filmed? Great question. Uh, will we have a season six? I don't know. Duh. Duh. Oh, okay. Please. I've got to say this. I, I feel never, like this. What I was gonna say, I've never we after every season, I've never ever been like we just we literally don't know, and that's like kind of the, the unique part about our show. I, I never think we're a given for another season. But I have to say, this was by far the best season, best season um, so far. Like we loved, I think, and something that you mentioned earlier about how we only see ten percent of you. And yes, I know, still on an edited show and everything like that, we're only seeing a bit of you. But I feel like because you guys were there the entire time, we also got to get more again, like character development, see you guys more. And we, we personally like love the quarantine like house. Did you guys like that? Or is that something you would do again? Or do you like the weekends you get to leave, you get to come back? I mean, I listen, I think this past summer we were just eager to do something different than sitting in our apartments or wherever we were quarantining. Clearly the thought of being together again, like I didn't know what else we would do in the summer, but you know, I think going into it, staying there the whole time didn't seem like a terrible idea. You've seen our traffic drives back and forth to the city. Um, I think you have to stay in the house all summer. Like it's like you guys can go out (laughs) to dinner. That's allowed. Maybe bring a couple people back. Perhaps if you're dating someone, they can come back to the house, things like that. But you really need to stay there for six weeks. Yeah. I don't, don't, again, I don't know how they're going to look at all that. I think safety and, and you know, all that needs to be considered highly still just, I don't, you know, I don't know what with productions and there's a lot of things on the line. Um, you know, it's gotta be the safest thing possible, but yeah, I mean, obviously for the entertainment, I know where you guys are coming from. Um, <laughs> there's a lot more than that than just how entertaining it is. Unfortunately. I mean, we were close to maybe not even having a season last season, just due to everything going on. So it's crazy. Uh, we'll Do you see. feel I mean, do you feel that you're getting more feedback this season? Like, I think because we've been saying since like season one, don't sleep on Summer House. Like, don't sleep on it. It's a great show. But I feel like this season, people finally kind of caught on. Like, oh, wait, how have I been missing this show for five seasons? Do you feel like the response has been totally different than previous seasons? Uh, I think I would have said last season felt kind of like a different trajectory. And then this season, honestly, like I felt like it's, maybe plateaued a little bit just from what I know, like even ratings wise and things. Um, I think there's a lot of different factors in that. I mean, there's other, there's a ton of programming. Um, you know, I think our show definitely has a younger audience that streams and, and watches it later uh, versus maybe your traditional housewives audiences that are skew a little bit older. Um, mm. So I, yeah, I mean, I, I th- certainly think it's gained a little bit of popularity because people binge it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean, I get DMs. It's a perfect still, Sunday. I get DMs still going. You're an a hole from like season two or <laughs> season two or season three, and I'm like, thanks. Like, keep watching, keep watching. <laughs> like I come around, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Okay, well, let's talk about the reunion because this we love this season. This reunion, you guys. F- 
this is why I think too, that you're on the up and up with your trajectories. You guys finally got a real reunion. Like we've had clubhouse year after year. We're getting two parts. I know last year was zoom. So maybe that would have been real, but we were inside somewhere. It was Hampton set. What, how did you feel about going into this reunion? I mean, I think it was a cool, I mean, anytime Andy Cohen is sitting in a room and you get to, you know, be a part of his, his whole production and what he's, what he's good at. And I think still one of the, you know, the best in the industry is interviewing and asking questions. And I think for our show, sometimes when you're in the house, you know, certain people are afraid to ask people certain things and, you know, it's really hard to hide on a reunion. So I think for us, I was, for me, just due to the vulnerability that I had on display and some just by happenstance of being on the show, but also just, I feel like a a core of us do give a lot to our program and, you know, open up our vulnerabilities and our, our, our jobs, our sexuality, our, our relationships, all of it. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it was a cool opportunity to really like all be in the same room on a stage with Andy and have what I thought were really honest feelings and open conversations. Now how some of that was interpreted or how people, you know, well, responded and- to it, it can be very, it can be viewed very differently. <laughs> I mean, I, I watched it. I was there. Um, I'm just going to let, you know, the audience decide what they think. Well, I mean, a lot of it was focused on Hannah. She's clearly <laughs> playing the role of the villain this year, I would say, you know, um, do you, you know, she had this big crying scene last night. Um, <laughs> are those crocodile tears? Do you think she was truly triggered? Um, I mean, I'll say this. I, I I can't imagine, you know, having a lot of different things coming at me at the same time. I mean, I have had that before in the house. I mean, season two with a watermelon. Um, it's hard when, like, shots are firing at the same time and maybe you, you've been really wrong. At the same time, you know, I think it, it just didn't seem as genuine. Um Kind but of again, like the I, apology to pile Kyle around the table. I, I have, I've also, I really have to be, I have to recognize my history with, with the group of friends and how I've behaved on this show. So I, I certainly can't sit here and um, throw a lot of stones because I'm not deserving of that. So I do feel bad that, you know, it's gotten to a level where it's. What's everyone's more, more status? Questioning whether you're actually crying or not. I mean, it's, it's gotten really, really wild. What, what's everyone's status with Hannah right now? Um, I mean, I can't speak for everybody. I, I mean, you'll have to see the ne- next week. I think that'll really paint just kind of where everybody is with all of our friends I and mean, just kind of how the, the energy is with the group. And I mean, it was, I think we all went into it kind of not sure how it was going to go. It went very differently than I expected, but for me personally, you're going to see, you know, my evolution even since the, the summer ended and I'm excited to share that part of me, but also expose some of the darker things that I was going through in the fall and how important the group of friends was to me there. So it's not all about Hannah. Um, I know that's easy to do. And I think for us, it's a group of friends and the show is not Hannah house. It's right. right. It's, it's well, about, it's about our group of friends. And I, you know, I think Hannah has gone through a lot and certainly it's not easy to be viewed as the villain. I certainly had that role and maybe I wanted it or I didn't want it or not, but um, you know, no one wants to see anybody get, dragged in the mud all day long but at the same time you if you do things and say things about people I think you have to have conversation about it and if we yeah. if you take responsibility or not that's up to you but I think um you'll see how well, that unfolds and then next week you kind of reveal that you had like a rough winter um with the dream yeah, I, mean, I, I hit the lowest I've ever hit and that for me was I mean I, I had to get help so I actually got a sponsor 
going to some meetings. Um, I have so this you're little, working the program. Working the program. I've got this little app that I follow. 113 days sober. Good for you. Congrats. That's amazing. Um, for me, you know, I I have addiction in my family. Uh, clearly, staring at me in the face was my brother's path and something I was hiding from. There was a lot of resentment between me and him because he saw me on TV drinking and carrying on and. I at one point, I think season one or season two referenced some of his challenges and he saw that and was really upset with me. And I messed up. I, you know, I should have been more protective of our family. And the other part is learning about addiction and how the disease and the, the stigma, I mean, saying someone is an addict in a, the wrong environment can really screw someone up. And I take full responsibility of how I communicated that. And that's helped me learn how serious those things are. And, you know, losing my brother and, <laughs> But while being microphoned and, and filmed and, and what was already something sore spot for him and for him to be in now on the show in this capacity is, is surreal and crazy to me. But clearly, I'm, I'm, I was supposed to be in that situation and this story can help a lot of people. And the person that's helping the most is selfishly is me because um, I had to take my life seriously. I mean, yeah. addiction can, can kill you and I, I want to live and I have a lot of great things in front of me and for me to, to, I think, take that step. I'm just proud of myself, but I, I actually feel amazing. And um, I've had just like this, I, I don't want life like that anymore, mm -hmm. you know? Well, you, you've never looked better. And I yeah, think thanks. your best story, I mean, I can't even imagine living that on TV. And, you know, you literally have the cameras rolling 24 hours in Summer House specifically out of any any show on Bravo. This is the only show that is running constantly. So, I mean, I, you know, I commend you for yeah, sharing I mean, that. I, it, and it was something like, I just, I had this fall, I think part of what my issue was is, you know, like I said, I've given a lot and opened up a lot for the show and sure we get, we have a lot of fun. We get to do really cool things. I'm, I'm so freaking lucky. And like, I mean, honestly privilege as hell. Like I don't deserve a lot of what we have and but you Sometimes. probably didn't get to process it all because you're in such a yeah, surrounding we were, and then you go home for the summer after summer and you're like, shit, that really happened. Yeah, that really happened. Then I'm like, yeah. holy cow, this is going to be on TV. And, you know, how is it all going to unfold? Because that moment's so traumatic. I mean, I, if you saw it, you understand. I, I watched it once and that was enough for me. But um, yeah, I'm yeah, so it, sorry. We just send our condolences over to you because I... I mean, one, I can't, I haven't, I haven't lost a sibling, so I can't, you know, I can empathize, but I don't know what that's like. And two, like you said, like it was on camera, but we got after, after that episode, the amount of DMs that we got saying like Carl, Carl sharing this story, I have a similar story. Like it just makes me feel not good. Right. But like feels so relatable to see somebody going through this on like a national platform. So I think, like you said, like, yes, selfishly, the number one person is you that's helping. But I think across the board too, people who've been in that situation really feel comfort and seeing somebody going through that at such like a public level. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's the beautiful thing about Bravo and the audience that tunes in is we're all very diverse and have a lot of different backgrounds. And I think that's why Bravo is the best network on TV. I'm not just kissing butt to say that. <laughs> um, and that's why I think it's special that two judgy girls gets mentioned on our reunion. I mean, we died. We died. <laughs> we died. There's just a lot of unique, I think, stories that happen on Bravo and people connect to them in, in so many different ways. This one being at a time where our you know, our country is very divided, but also people are very isolated and in pain and, and struggling. Um, well, 
And then so, you yeah, said- having that story connect. I mean, I've had thousands of messages over the last, you know, even since August when he passed away. But you no, know, since the show kind of put it on display, it's it's been unbelievable. I mean, I, it's overwhelming. I, I can't really handle it, truthfully. Well, and you chatted with Leah from um, New York because yeah. you guys are both sober. Any any follow up with that? Um, no, I mean, I, I have you ever met in person? We've never met in person. Okay. Uh, she's very cool. We, we chatted, uh, we got connected just obviously the sobriety thing was, was interesting just to be able to relate to some other Bravo folks. And she also, you know, had some mental health journey that she was very open about, which I applaud and give her tons of credit. I think, you know, women and, and mental health needs to be discussed big time. And I think sometimes it's, you know, you call, you call girls crazy, uh, versus, you know, supporting, you know, we talked some of that stuff a little bit, but yeah, I gave her a lot of credit. So she had an article in Forbes, um, which I had read and was, was very like, wow, that's really interesting. So I actually did a, like another kind of story, but more about my, as it pertains to me with Forbes. And she was just very, just supportive of, of talking through it. Cause it's, it's a lot to put yourself out there. I'm sober. I, I've, I have depression. I have anxiety. I, you know, all this stuff and having someone like her, who's a badass, um, kind of make you feel better about it. It was great. Yeah. Do you talk to any other Bravo loves or do you watch any other Bravo shows? Uh, so I've connected with Captain Lee. Um, <gasps> oh, Captain of the Sea. Captain Lee has been amazing. You know, I, I'm, sadly he, he lost his son mm-hmm. and he connected very, you know, much so to my brother and, and me. Mm-hmm. So he's actually just been a huge support system. Cause again, I mean, Oh my God, I love this. Clearly, <laughs> clearly like, you know, there are other people that have lost siblings to addiction, but the level I have with being on Bravo and being in this public eye was for me, I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what caused me to kind of relapse in the fall and winter was just to, I'm like, I'm the only dude on Bravo that's ever like experienced a loss in this capacity, but having captain Lee reach out to me on his own, he DM'd mm-hmm. me and then another friend wanted to link us up over text. Um, but having him, like, he's just, you know, he's got such an amazing energy and just such a male positive force that I needed. So he's been, he's been really awesome. I love that. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Let's take another quick break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. Can we talk about how Summer House came about? Like, how did, was it like you met Kyle and you guys were like, we should like pitch this or like, did, was there some sort of like casting notice that you guys saw? Like, how did it all happen? Because it's really like a genius thing, but you know, it's like, where I did think, it all start? I mean, truthfully, it started, I mean, it is, 
if you've never been to the Hamptons or if you're listening or hear of it. I've, I've never been to the Hamptons. Yeah, it's great. I mean, you got to get out. I mean, it's in New York City when you're in your 20s and your early 30s, it, you know, this is a work hard city. People, you know, are busting their butt in fashion, finance, tech, you name it. But then on the, the weekend, these very successful and seemingly decent, fun people like to go to the Hamptons and rent houses. So it was already something that was going on. I actually was doing this. Kyle was doing this with Lindsay and the twins, Everett, Jacqueline, Christina, like wow, throwbacks. <laughs> all yeah, I mean back back way, way back. And then truthfully, I think some producers, some folks that had produced other shows had been out there partying and saw like a group like of Kyle and maybe Lauren and, and Lindsay and was like, you know, look at these, they're attractive, they're they're all hooking up with each other. Um, what's what's not much alike <laughs> and I, I do you know what I know of is they were drawn to Kyle and his his energy but also his the juxtaposition between this kind of fun lifestyle you live but also this really driven hardworking work uh, hard play hard it's like but you guys like grind during even like this yeah. year in the house you're like that's why I still want to go back to that diet question <laughs> <laughs> What was the diet question? Like, because, you know, it looks like, you know, on the weekends, you're obviously partying, having drinks and eating pizza and stuff. But what, what's, what's the diet like during the week in the house? Oh, you all look fab. So, yeah. you know, we're oh. like, what the hell? How do they still have six packs? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the boys, I mean, it's, it's stiff competition from like physical perspective. I mean, Luke and Kyle are jacked, like they're, they're ripped. And, you know, I'm, I've tended to lean towards more of the dad bod side, just being a little hairier and more thicker, I guess. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm six, five and 220 pounds. Like, I come from a tall family. We're just bigger bone people. And, oh, please. You're like lean and have a six pack. Honey. Yeah. You look great. <laughs> You're great. Like, Are you fishing for compliments? And we'll no. give that. We will give them. We will no, give I, them. I but you I'm look, saying. everyone has said too, this is Carl has never looked better. This is a glow up. Like, yes. look, like Carl doing yoga in the morning. Give me more of it. Like well, that, that smile. Part is, you know, we've Kyle and Luke and I, we worked out pretty much every day. They didn't maybe show it every day, but right. you know, also too, is I not kidding. I drink a ton of water. People don't drink enough water. And it's something that it's our little secret is there. You are. <laughs> yeah. There you are. I can't you're, double, you're doubling down, doubling down right now. So do you ever talk to the, like talking about like season one, do you ever talk to like the work twins anymore or like Steven Jules? Like, um, no, I mean, obviously like, you know, they're, the work are on the other side of the country. Um, and they're both so, married, they're both I, married. One I think, has a kid. Yeah. Every, well, Lauren, Lauren had her too, right? first. Oh, okay. she just did. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, we all have mutual friends. I, you know, obviously that, that second summer was, was a lot and, I think it just, in the end, it all worked out for the best the way it did. Um, sadly, you know, anytime there's changes and I f- feel like people that got slighted or, you know, screwed over, you know, I feel bad. No one really wanted it to like, you know, I think, that first like summer that. We, I think that first summer we kind of thought that was going to be the crew. Um, but, you know, as in, as in every summer house, <laughs> no joke is like, it's not the same every year. Um, right. I I don't keep in touch with, you know, Steven. I, I'm willing He's sober. To, yeah, I know. Kyle and Amanda have connected with him. And I, like I said, I think me and him could, could probably be, be cool at some point. Um, no, there's no, I got to clean up my side of the street. I've done a lot of wrong. I was rude to him. I, I lied to him. I wasn't a great person to a lot of people. So I need to take responsibility on my side too, before I, you know, You'll wish like, him a decent life. That, that was <laughs> iconic. 
<laughs> I was like, wait, is she going? She's going, wait, what's happening? Wait, this is, I just love Lindsay so much. I think she's like the chaotic energy that a show like this needs too. Is like, she loves hard. She fights hard. She plays hard. She works hard. Like she's, yeah. she's great. <laughs> yeah. She, uh, listen, I think it's, it's just been a crazy journey. Um, it's just fun to see. I mean, if you watch like old episodes, like season one, we're literally babies and we've just come so long. I can't believe it's been five summers. It was well, technically six. If you like, cause we're, we would start, we're start, you know, if we yeah. were to start filming, it would probably be, you know, if, a month if or you two. were to start. Okay. It would be a month or two. Okay. okay. I, I have no information. <laughs> I, I honestly, I've always said, I, I don't think it's, it's really out of our, our hands. I would be devastated. We would start okay. a change, a change. Yeah. We're change. a change.org. Change.org. Yeah. Change. We're yeah. gonna email. We're we emailing people. We can get you on people. the peacock. We could get you on peacock or something. <laughs> like we could pitch it to you know. Hulu. What do you think about? So if if you were to start filming, if what would you want the current cast to come back? Do you you know? We always notice that there's less men in the summer house than there are women. Would you want to do any sort of change up there? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think honestly, the more the merrier. I think depending on the house and how it can handle, but I don't know, like obviously this past summer was unique, but if we have like, let's say 12 or 13 people in a house, which is typically how some of those summer houses are. I mean, I was in a house one summer and I had 15 people. Yeah. Well, you're like sharing rooms. It's just, it's anything also a difference if you're 20 to your 30s. Sure. I sure. Think. So I, you know, I think if we can navigate, you know, 10 people or more, I think that would be fun, but clearly like, listen, I, I love playing sports. I'm a competitive guy. I love the male energy. Um, I think another dude would be great. Uh, but like I said, every summer is never going to be the same. Like it's always going to be, you know, people have different life changes. People get married or people have different jobs and wanted to do different things. Yeah. Yeah, That's, we wondered if there was, you know, if there's a shelf life for summer house, just because Uh, of those things, people getting married, having babies, but not necessarily even like summer house, the show, but like for the cast, right? Like Kyle and Amanda, after they get married, their next step is probably children. Like, do you, have you been in a summer house with a child? Is that something that can happen? I mean, is that something we witness? Like what's, you know, what's the next five years like for summer house for you, for them? I mean, yeah, there's still a lot, I think of interesting things to watch in our lives. I mean, clearly I don't know how entertaining seeing Kyle and Amanda push a baby around at the summer house would be. Um, well, uh, for Kyle's really, pee breaks, it'd be great, right? We'd have really a lot funny. of those. <laughs> it could be really cool. And I will say there are a lot of adults in New York that bring their children out to the Hamptons and get houses with their friends and still have a good time and maybe not as crazy, but the babies are still well taken care of. Um, <laughs> it's a partial send it, if you will. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think there's a lot of parents out there that deserve to let loose a little bit sometimes. Um yeah, maybe we have like maybe it's like summer house, and then we have like nannies and babysitters so that you guys can still do what you need to do. Yeah, there's like a nanny house next door, and they're all hooking up with each other. <laughs> and that's yes! like that's like on BravoTV.com. Like that's yeah, like the it's shoulder a web, content. It's a web, it's a web series, exactly. web exclusive. Exactly, and if they do well, they can maybe move up into the regular summer house. There's yeah. a whole hierarchy going on now. I mean, I think more than like life events, I think that the. the the number is usually like age. I feel like I'm 36. If I'm 40 and I'm still on summer house, I mean, 
I don't Jax know. That might, Taylor, that might Jax be a Taylor bit, is. That might be a little there's bit. a lot. I mean, Shep. That could be. That could be time to you know move along. You know, Shep Southern so. Charm. But what if forty though? You're you're in a relationship. You're married, maybe, and it's still the the progression is is like we move on. Like I, we've always said, like with Vanderpump, right? We were like, okay, stop. We're, they don't work at Sir, right? Like we know after seven seasons, no one's working at Sir. So like, what's the progression of it? Show us their home life. Like, what do they do outside of it? So maybe that's like, it's not necessarily summer house. Maybe it becomes like New York life where there's something where we continue the story with you guys. If you don't want to be going, taking that jitney out every weekend. Is that what you guys do? No, no drive. I mean, <laughs> got that Lexus. You got the Lexus. Driving, driving is ideal just because, you know, once you're out there, you can actually get around better. Uh, Ubers and, and car services out there are a little, little expensive. Um, you might have seen those those old minivans pull up to the summer house at 5 a.m. season one and season two. That was those car services. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's that's really funny. So, okay. Do you guys have like, I'm so curious about this. One, do you watch this the episodes together like every week? Do you get together or do you like or do you have like text chains? And how many group chats do you have with summer house people? But like, is there the main one? Then we we maybe remove one. And then maybe we remove two. Maybe we don't have so many people giggling in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's definitely a, a main, you know, every every summer there's a, a chat for that summer. Um, that chat goes up and down in, in engagement, um, <laughs> just depending on what's going on. But I'm sure there's sub sub chats. I mean, I'm I've always been on a chat with Lindsay and Danielle. Um, the three amigos. Obviously, me and Kyle and Luke are on a chat, but that's probably the it for me on the chats, but not, I mean, it's not like shaded the other girls. I just, there's not a need for me to be on a group chat with girls. I'm not dating. Are you guys Uh, allowed to text after 9 PM to each other? I mean, it depends on the person that you're sending the text to. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, No, I mean, it it was her boundary for 9 PM. Other people, if it's not their boundary for 9 PM, I'm comfortable texting them after 9 PM. Wait, are, are you dating? I am single. Okay. Are you on the apps? I've never been on the apps and don't, just don't think it's, I don't know, for me, I, I'm, I, I generally like a more organic, in, sorry, organic encounter. Um, what's I, like, what's New York like right now? Like you're kind of, so July 1st, you guys are like officially going to be all the way open. What's New York? I mean, you guys got hit so hard last spring. What, what, what's going on out there? I mean, for you and your dating. Uh, well, <laughs> okay, I, mean, no, I, no. I, I think for me, like, to, to start dating someone still kind of fresh off the loss of my brother would be so unfair, so unfair to someone and like really be disrespectful and just not, not fair. Like, yeah, just not fair. So I guess I, I was still needing more time. Like that, those episodes coming out were a lot. Um, clearly my sobriety is number one and anybody that I meet, I'm not asking them to be sober, but you know, it's a, it's a lifestyle that I need to live for my health and just my way of life. And I hope I can find someone that can fit into that. And that certainly, in New York can be a little different just with, you know, all the different stuff, but there's, there's stuff going on. I've been, I've been enjoying, you know, I got a new apartment. Yeah. Uh, I just say your apartment is great. Fabulous. Thanks. Like yeah, the decor. It, you know. Did you decorate yourself? So actually I got an interior designer and we kind of collaborated on how I wanted everything to be. Um, Cause I, I needed to set myself up for like success with like a good fun, fun, fun day, feng shui foundation. Yeah. And yeah. Especially during the pandemic too. I felt like, I'm like, is this like what adulting like is life? I'm like putting money into my apartment right now. I don't own my apartment, but I'm like putting money into it. I'm like getting hey, you got all nice furniture. I see some plants behind you. They look good. These are fake. They're completely oh. fake. I, um, they look good. 
Yeah, thank you. I took them from a bookshelf downstairs and I was like, this is like going to be a decor for like when I need to be on Zoom calls and stuff, but they're definitely fake because all of my plant, other plants that are alive are dead. Well, they're not alive anymore, but yeah. So, you know, but it's like, this is like the new thing, right? It's like, you need to, if you're going to be in your house for all of this time, you really need to have it be like what you want it to be as opposed to like a docking station for you to sleep and then go continue your life. Yeah. I mean, definitely 100%. But I also, you know, I'd been living in Soho prior to this and I had a small one, smaller one bedroom. And what wasn't helping my sobriety and my lifestyle was I wasn't comfortable living in my own space and being able to relax on weekends. And oh, totally. I, you know, I, I, I read shockingly and like, I can sit here and read and I can like, you oh, know, that was, that was a highlight in your March madness when we were campaign- campaigning is that you read. Yeah. You have a book. I like, yeah. I mean, I like to read. I think there's other things, you know, I'm now having more time and more clear headedness that I like to enjoy. So um, having a nice apartment where I can cook, I can cook more. I, you know, you wanting to go home. I feel like, I mean, I, I live in San Francisco and there was an apartment that I lived in. And it's like, I wanted, I never wanted to go home because I didn't like the apartment. So it's like, let's go to happy hour. Let's go to dinner. Let's go out all night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, when you love your space and you want to come home and relax and, and decompress. But. Yeah. It was nice to just get a, fa- you know, good foundation for myself. But, you know, I think dating wise, you know, it's, this summer is going to be pretty, pretty rambunctious. Um, so I'm excited. I think I'll, I think some meeting someone this summer is very possible. Uh, how, you how heard that it here happened. first. Excuse me? <laughs> I said, you heard it here first. Carl's looking. <laughs> um, but that, that, that doesn't prompt, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I need to be. But organically. So if you're going to try to stage something with Carl, make it or, as organic <laughs> as possible, right? Is that what it is? Well, I just, I don't know. I think there's a lot of very kind, very sweet messages that people send, but it's, I don't know how to act on someone that messages me from Vancouver and they want to date me. It's like, well, I, the way I look at it is I, like, not, these, this is how you travel. This is how you travel now. You're well, like, Oh, people, Vancouver. I've loved to go. I've been wanting to go to Vancouver. Well, Courtney, this is instead of, this is what we do. We, we need a spinoff, which is like Carl me, maybe. And I, Carl I, maybe. <laughs> oh, you I thought travel, about this? Well, this uh, is, this Clearly. is re- this well this is relationship like chef yeah. went around the country but mine's mine's different his producer set him up i actually res- like i vet out a bunch of different cities and then go into those cities in which dms are in those cities um, okay. okay look at you producer <laughs> carl carl me maybe i i'm obsessed with that i love that i'm already on my couch watching it it's, it's perfect. Uh, it, i mean it's kind of a silly idea but i i've no, definitely, no. definitely joked around about that idea for sure this fall well, Yes, this You'll fall. Do summer house, then the fall you can do that. I don't know where Loverboy is going to happen, um, but you can zoom from anywhere. You can take calls from anywhere. It's perfect. And then I, well, may, or as, maybe as you the, get them into that expand, market as we're expanding yeah. our operations. <laughs> You're just bringing samples to the local liquor stores <laughs> yeah, on your every travels. Day, every date I go on, I just bring samples to that location, <laughs> and it's like. And you have to, yeah. You get it into the restaurants there. You get that's. Yep. That's perfect. It's like, it's like my Trojan horse. Why don't you let me go on a date here? We'll film it. And then we'll get Loverboy on the show. It's perfect. Okay. Well, I know yeah, we've taken up a up. ton of your time. So we have like just a few like kind of quick round questions and then we'll let you go if that's okay with perfect. you. Okay. So these are kind of our like, would you be shocked if this happened? So would you be shocked if one of your castmates voluntarily quit the show? Would I be shocked? Yes. Yeah, I'd be shocked. Okay. Would you be shocked if Robert was next year's March Madness winner? No, Robert's not Robert. Oh, Poor Kyle. Kyle yeah. will never get it. <laughs> I like him. I like him a lot. He's a he's a good seed. He's a, he's a good Midwest kid. 
I, I feel like he might be on this. If, if we film a season six, I feel like he could appear on it as a regular. Yeah. I mean, if, if him and Danielle are dating and we film a season six, I, I could see that happening for sure. Yeah. Okay. Would you be shocked if one of the cast moved out of New York? Uh, no, not at all. I think given what's going on and the ability to work more remotely, I think that would be easy. Okay. Would you be shocked if you spent a summer not in the Hamptons? I wouldn't actually, no. Okay. Uh, would you be shocked if Hannah and Des broke up? Yeah, definitely. That's too PC of an answer, but we're going to let it go. No, I mean, they're <laughs> engaged. They're engaged. Like, Do they I have mean, a wedding date? Do they have a wedding date? I, if it is, I don't, I think they do, but I don't know when it would be. Um, you be will you be invited? <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, okay. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. We'll put dot, 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 that. It's not my decision. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think it's, it would be, it would be really rude and disrespectful to like, you know, I, I want them, if they're engaged and they're happy, that's what I want. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Would you be shocked if Paige and Perry got back together? I would not be shocked. No. Mm, okay. Um, um, but I, yeah, I, I, they're very good. Fr- I think they're, they'll be friends, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if that re re sparked at some point. Uh, would you be shocked if someone got pregnant this upcoming summer? <laughs> yes, I would be. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> would you be shocked if Luke and Lindsay hooked up? Uh, yes, I would be shocked. Okay. <laughs> Darn, I wanted you to say something. Okay. <laughs> would you be shocked if you and Ciara hooked up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Carl, thank you so much. We, we're so happy that we finally got to sit down with you. You really are voted by the people from the people, the hottest man on Bravo. Well, do, do you both vote? Is that part of it? We I, say, I, we, okay, I, we, we go from our personal who is, who is in your final? Who is in your final four, each of you? Oh, like, are you saying our predictions for the, well, yeah, we, well, did you, we said we said on our live two judgy girls that you were going to go all the way from the beginning. Okay, I do so, remember that part. Yeah, we figured it'd be between you and Craig because I feel you know that's what it was. I also really wanted um, Eddie Osefo, which is Wendy from Potomac's husband. I wanted him to go far. I wanted Juan Dixon. But listen, the real winner is all of us because we're like getting <laughs> we get we're to being, objectify you. Yeah, we get to objectify <laughs> you guys. So like, we're also so appreciative of everybody who like plays along too. Like yeah, Austin it, it from was, Southern Charm, he hates it. He He tells us how like we're basically kind of being sexist and like he sends us pictures of him when he was 16 to like his license. That's what he did last year. You know, so the real winner is all of us, but you're also our winner. We owe you a trophy. I swear I'm going to make it. I'm going to send it to you because I'm it it would look really good behind right under that mirror in the background. (laughs) I feel like it'd be a really good spot for it. I don't I'm not going to, I don't know about my trophies on display here. Right? <laughs> okay, fine. I need, okay. I, need, I need to find a nice little cabinet for it. You fine. will, you will be going into the hall of fame. So starting next year, you will, you're not going to be able to participate. You'll just be a hall of famer. Okay. Well, I'm, so, I, I, I'm, you like can, I you can my, petition for my, Kyle. Like I said in my acceptance speech, I, I really, I'm like, it was, I did not expect to win. It's very cool. So thank you for voting and everybody that, that participated. Thank you you so much. And guys, the second part of the reunion is where we will bid adieu for the season. I'm literally, I'm depressed about it. This is like one of my favorite shows. I've been saying like, where there's a shit they should have seen like episode. Like where are these extra episodes of like blue? It went by so fast. It went by so fast. It was never enough, but. It was a fast season, but I am personally just glad (laughs) we can 
button it, button it up and, and move on because it's now you're reliving it and you're like it's, it's time to go May. forward <laughs> it's almost may and we're looking at stuff that happened in august and september so wild well this season's good uh, this upcoming season if it gets filmed will probably be one of the best as well so again thank you so much for being thank here you. Thank really you. appreciate awesome. it yeah, we've come so far carl i appreciate so it thanks, thanks mary <laughs>